Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. And now, Financial Renaissance with the M's. Good morning, financial knowledge seekers. Welcome to my one-year anniversary show. Can I give it up for myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, listen, this is a great show. It's also Super Bowl Sunday, right? And there's a couple of teams playing these foosball games or whatever. I don't even know who's in it. It's not the Falcons and it's not the New York Giants. I don't care. Uh, I don't care who wins. But I am very, very excited today because we have a special guest host straight from my house of Greenwood, the house of Greenwood. That's right. Shardaya Ages, certified financial planner and partner of Greenwood Wealth Management. So welcome, Shardaya. Hello. It's so glad to finally have you behind the mic. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you needed that. Oh, I thought you just you asked for everything else to do. You know, I didn't know how that was going to work out. But yeah, so I, I guess I have to formally ask you, hey, you want to do the show with me this Sunday? Well, now you don't have to. You just show up, right? You <laughs> just show up, grab a mic, grab some headset. But man, we got a great show today. We were um, we're going to be talking to you about tips, things that you should be doing with your tax repayment. We're not saying refund anymore, are we? Why not? Yeah, we don't like that. We don't like it. It's a repayment. It's not really a refund. You get all happy about money that was yours that the government held on to without interest. They didn't. They don't even take you on out on a date. <laughs> None of that. No flowers, no candy, no dinner. They just hold on to your money. They they don't pay you any interest and you get it back and you're like, oh, I got a tax refund. Out of here with that. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about things that you should be doing if you are getting a tax repayment, things that you can do with it. Also, we'll have our Shardaya and Emma Knows Money <laughs> tips. That is the uh, tax repayments. And then we'll be talking about, we're celebrating Black History Month. Uh, Black History Month is... February. It's the shortest month of the year, but we don't care. We have a lot to pack into it. And we will be talking about Black Americans who have stood out financially and did things that, of course, we didn't learn about in school. Unfortunately, for many Black Americans, we don't find out about the achievements of people that look like us until we go to college, typically. <laughs> you know, we take a Black history class or, you know, whatever, and then we find out all this stuff. And it's like, dang, wish I had known when I was a kid because maybe I would have thought about going in a different direction. But what we're here to do today is just education, let you know what's going on. Um, and then we'll have my top five news stories of the week. We'll also be talking about careers of the future because as uh, technology advances, as robots start to take over, when this 5G thing comes down, we're going to need, you're going to need to know, I think we're good, <laughs> you're going to need to know what jobs can you kind of pivot into as uh, robotics and technology and things like that start to take over. How can you stay gainfully employed, especially when we know what's coming down the pipe, right? All right, you want to tell us, like, where did you come from? How did you How did you end up with me? Not where did you come from, literally, I know what happened. I know how that Brief <laughs> um, so you actually approached me from a formal employer. I'm approaching. <laughs> <laughs> we were volunteering at a pro bono financial planner's event at a youth nursing home. At a nursing home, yes. Um, and I walked in and said, "Hey, goodbye." <laughs> that's that's not kind of how it went. It was you're a CFP and you're black. <laughs> 
First of all, we are the only, uh, I'm going to say, we're the only two female CSPs that work together at the same firm in the city of Atlanta. Uh, I'll probably say around the country because we've been looking. And so if you are a financial advisor that wants to become a certified financial planner or you're a financial planner, you're a minority and you're looking for a good home, I think we have one. We have them. All right. When we come back on uh, Financial Renaissance with the M's, you'll have my top five news stories of the week. All right. Federal authorities have issued a warning for online shoppers. That's right. If you are shopping online and you are using a debit card, you may be in big trouble. That's right. The hackers have found a way to put hidden skimmer devices on the internet. You know, those skimmer devices they'll, that they'll use at the ATM machines and at the gas pumps, they figured out how to do it online. That's, That's right. right. It's a new type of skimming called e-skimming or mage card. And basically cyber criminals are gonna access your personal and credit card information. Um, they're gonna break, they break or are breaking directly into web servers. Um, and they're also breaking into the common servers that support a lot of online shopping websites you know, those shopping carts. So once the site has been uh, compromised, the shopper, us, we can't spot the difference, okay? So it's nearly impossible to detect um, that it's happened. And so there's a couple of stores that have already been impacted, Macy's uh, in the US, Puma in Australia, Ticketmaster in the United Kingdom, and also British Airways. But here's three things you can do to protect yourself while shopping online. And this is no joke. Uh, always shop with a credit card instead of a debit card when you're shopping online now. Um, also, consider asking your bank or credit union for a virtual credit card. Now, not all banks and credit unions are offering them. This is something that's coming up. But check with your bank and credit union immediately and find out if they do that before you put your debit card number online ever again. And the third thing that you can do is monitor your cards for any unusual activity and report it right away. And this is by the section chief of the um, FBI cyber division. He's saying if they put up a wall, the cyber criminals are building a ladder or a tunnel to go all the way around it. That's the sound of a lot of jobs just being blown to smithereens, okay? As we mentioned, you know, with robotics and technology, things are gonna be changing. Corporations are throwing hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars at electric transportation because they want to save on fuel and maintenance costs. So if I can tell you one thing today, you've got to figure out what job are you going to be able to have in the future. If you're working on, uh, you know, gas, fossil fuel cars, how do you transfer that those skills to the electric cars? So um, this past Wednesday, UPS uh, purchased 10,000 electric vehicles from a UK startup arrival. Um, they plan on also testing self-driving minivans uh, in Phoenix over the next six months, and they plan to spend about $1.4 billion in Pennsylvania to boost its capacity, sorting, and e-commerce packaging and stuff like that. But like I said, these companies are, are ton, uh, putting a ton of money. So Hyundai and Kia Motors has announced they're putting $110 million into Arrival, um, which is, again, this startup. And then uh, Amazon is uh, putting money with the with the rivals uh, competitor uh, Revan, Ryavan, um, and they've also partnered with Amazon and Ford. And Amazon has invested seven hundred million in Ryavan, and they plan to have more than one hundred thousand electric delivery vans by the year twenty twenty one. 
And Ford has also invested 500 million in the same company as well. So we know what's coming down the pike. Uh, again, we're going to be talking about it later, but you need to think about jobs of the future. Yes, the American dream, the American dream. Listen, recession fears are rising for middle class families. Middle class Americans are less optimistic today about their economic prospects than they were just six months ago. And there's been a, a several surveys that have come out and some of the um, some of the findings are basically that people don't believe that they're going to make more. They don't believe their kids are going to make more. They don't believe that they're going to be able to do the things that their parents did for them. And that's you know, basically saying the American dream is dead. So this should be a wake up call to families to start shoring up your finances now, whether it takes the form of cutting spending, reassessing your savings. You wanna do all the things you have to do to avoid having to cut out saving for your retirement. Do whatever you need to do to put yourself in a better financial position. If the Federal Reserve Bank drops rates again, as a result, it will be a good time for you to take, you know, pay down some of that higher interest rate stuff pay down some credit cards and also look at refinancing your mortgage all right they're selling tvs <laughs> super bowl sunday is historically when we have the lowest television prices and stores right now are trying to clear out last year's models in order to make room for this year's model so they are dramatically drastically lowering prices especially on the flat screen tv so right now amazon has a 50 inch tv um, that come in and they're throwing in an Echo Dot for $250. Walmart has a 65 inch for $500. Best Buy has a 65 inch for $400. And Target has a 65 inch Samsung 4K TV, smart TV for just $480. And don't worry, if you weren't financially prepared for buying a television right now, you don't have to worry about it. You didn't miss out on anything. Prices may be even lower come March when the newer TVs are discounted for the very first time. <laughs> hey, listen, there is some science behind a simple trick that helps people increase their savings by up to 73%. That's right. Uh, literally, envision, envisioning your goals has some scientific backing. So remember the book, The Secret, and everybody was upset about it because it was pulling you away from God? Well, it was true. If you envision and think about the thing that you want, it will help you save for that thing that much more. So once you get clear about what you want to save for, whether it's a car, whether it's a vacation, whether it's emergency money, so you can leave a job or something of that nature, go ahead and do that. Some people are saying if you hope for something, the universe is going to give it to you. Other people think that if you focus on your goal, your awareness just sharpens. But go ahead and vision board, cut out pictures, images, things of that nature, and then break down the total of the amount that you want to save or the trip that you want to take and figure out how much money you're going to put away every week, every day, every month, every year until you reach that goal. And then, you know, have, have at it. So that's my top five news stories for the week. And when we come back on Financial Renaissance with the M's, we're going to have Emma and Shardaya knows money. We're going to give you tips of things to do with your tax repayment. And we are back with Financial Renaissance with the, the M's. You are watching us on Sensation Station Network. That's right. If you are about to jump in your car to go to church or brunch or do whatever, work even, um, you can uh, take us with you on an app called TuneIn and just go to Sensation Station Network. If you want to watch us live on Facebook, go to uh, facebook.com backslash not dumbed down and you can watch the show in all its production value. 
I am here today with my special guest host, Jardea Ages, Certified Financial Planner and Partner at Greenwood Wealth Management. Again, welcome. It's always nice to have your smiling face. It's, it's dope <laughs> in the office, but it's actually dope here too. Thank you. <laughs> so we are going to be doing our, our Emma and Shardea Knows Money tips today. Yes. Right? And we were talking about, we're going to talk about things that you can do with your tax repayment. Okay? We're not saying refund anymore because it just sounds so bleh. Yeah, we don't like it. No. All right. So what's so the first thing you can do with your um, with your tax repayment is create an emergency fund. And again, putting away money for an emergency. It's not only for an emergency. It's also for opportunity. So if there's business opportunities, things of that nature, you always want to have cash set aside because, hey, if, if something goes down, taxes can you can get out of the country if you need to. <laughs> you can charter you can charter a small plane and get out of the country or do. It is you need to do, but or if the electricity goes down or we have a bad hurricane right. or whatever, you need to have cash on hand that you can access. Exactly. What else can people do? So in addition to the emergency fund, uh, just put it in savings, right? So it doesn't necessarily have to be for a catastrophic event. It could just be, hey, I really want to take a trip next year and now I have this repayment. Now I have the ability to do it and not affect the rest of my life, right? Um, saving for other things. Yes, right? lots um, of other large things. Large purchases. I really need a new laptop. I don't think I'm getting the <laughs> refunds. My, my life doesn't work like that. But or a repayment. Repayment. <laughs> but you know that's yeah. a good purchase as well. Yeah. Another yeah. thing that you can do with the money is paying off debt. So if you get a repayment, um, if you get a tax repayment, um, you want to take some of that money. And again, it's up to you. It's between you and your, you know, your tax person or your financial advisor, your certified financial planner, as to what you do and where you put the monies. But definitely paying down debt is one thing that you can do. Yep. Also funding that retirement. Always funding retirement. That is muy importante. Yeah. So different IRAs, Roth, um, traditional. Some of that stuff um, we'll on the show, we'll get granular. into it. We'll get a little granular into that. And then look towards the future. Like if you have kids, can you take, are they doing, if you're a business owner and your kids can sweep the floors, bring them into your business. If they can sweep the floors, pay them and put that money into a traditional or Roth IRA for them. Um, you can open a traditional or Roth IRA if you have earned income. And children, that's right, can have earned income. So look to the future. Absolutely. Fund that college fund, right? Fund so that college fund. Fund the college fund. <laughs> fund, the college fund. Put, put the dollars there. Yeah, instead of Jordans, you know, buy them some simple Nikes or some whatever from, you know, one of those stores and then put the rest of the money in a college fund for them. I promise you, you cannot use a child's Air Jordans to pay for college. Not at all. <laughs> Um, okay, invest in the stock market. Yep. Uh, again, if you don't know how to invest in the stock market, you're going to want to call your financial advisor. And then they also have lots of apps mm -hmm. that'll get you started in investing in the stock market. But you have to plant some money. If you have money, you have to plant it so that it can grow. Absolutely. Uh, kickstart your career. So that's just simply, you know, if you see other people getting promotions over you, right? Mm -hmm. It's time, maybe time for you to reinvest in yourself. So are there classes that you can take? Mm -hmm. Maybe hire a business coach, mm -hmm. right? Take some type of professional coaching, but reinvest in yourself to get your career to, uh, to pop off. When we come back on Financial Renaissance with the M's, we'll have our other tips for you for your tax repayment, Just things you could do with your tax repayment dollars. For the smarter listener, all in 2020 vision. Now you see it. I see it.
Renaissance with the M's and we are giving you our Emma knows money and Shardaya knows money tips of things that you should do with your tax repayment. All right. We had uh, kind of just to go down the list. We um, said you should create an emergency fund. Um, you should also send some money to your savings account, pay down some debt, uh, fund a retirement account, and then look to the future. How can you uh, help your kids or younger loved ones kind of jumpstart their retirement? Um, of course, investing in the stock market um, and then kickstarting your career, meaning, you know, invest some money in yourself if you need to get additional skills to move your career forward. And then uh, how about prepaying your mortgage? Yeah, that will knock off a lot of interest, right? Absolutely. There's no penalty typically for doing that. So just go ahead and yeah, and make sure that if you are sending extra payments towards your mortgage, that you are specifically sending those payments to go towards the principal and not the interest. Okay, that's a big deal. That's just putting it in an in a empty hole. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, accept it as long as you put it there. Um, okay, so beyond that, start a business. Yeah, take right? if you've been thinking for a while about starting your own business, and then we recommend that people usually have a couple of different streams of income. Mm -hmm. So figure out a business that you can do. You Just because you have the money doesn't mean you need to start the, the, the business right away, but put the money aside to help yourself start a business. Um, and then uh, make home improvements. Again, if we're looking at increasing our net worth, what your home looks like and the homes in your neighborhood look like brings up your net worth value. So you want to make sure that you're keeping up the outs, the exterior of your home, making sure it has that curb appeal to keep the, uh, the valuations of the homes in your neighborhood up. And then we also have buy life insurance. Buy life insurance, right. protect yes. That life. Protect, protect that life. <laughs> protect that life. <laughs> protect that life. Or as Jeffrey would say, so your family doesn't end up in hoboism. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right, so those are our tips. If you have any questions, you know, feel free to drop, drop your comments uh, on my personal Facebook page, on Shardaya's personal Facebook page, on the station, Sensation Station Networks page. You can just drop your comments in the comment section and we can see it if you have any questions. All right, Shardaya. Yeah, so glad to have you. You are, um, you know, bringing you on um, to, to Greenwood was a big deal for us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I met you, I knew that you were going to end up working with us because you are a certified financial planner and you happen to be at one of the wirehouses. Mm -hmm. And I knew, I said, you know, I'm going to leave you alone. I'm not going to say anything. But I came back to the office and I told Donna and I told Jeffrey and I told Jack and I told everybody else. I met another CFP. She happens to be black. She's not going to be able to handle, based on what she's probably all about, she's not going to be able to handle it or she's not going to like it. It's not going to fit in line with her. She's going to end up with us. And then I got a call from her <laughs> months later and I said, yeah, <laughs> like I said, let's have lunch. Out of my mouth to God's ears, <laughs> let's have lunch, right? <laughs> You're catching me on an emotional day today. Literally, that was what I said to so I like, I'm just going to give it to you. Yeah, yeah. So, and I appreciate your honesty, and I hope that this past year has been as fun for you as it has been for me. Absolutely. You know, can I tell people your nickname? Yes. Yeah. So she has a Jamaican nickname uh, in our office. She's called Prento, and um, and that's because she's you know she was my apprentice ish, but mm -hmm. that's that's not the case. You know, she's has. You want to tell people about your um your background a little bit? Yeah. So I've been in the industry for about. 11 years now. Okay. Um, kind of lose track, but I attended Florida A&M University. Is the that the Rattlers? HBCU in the world. Yes, the Rattlers. Oh, look at Trina. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> represent. Um, so did that, and I've I worked in banking, so I know a lot about credit, um, insurance, investments. Uh, I was an analyst at a time as well, but all within the financial services industry. And you came out of college right at the t at the beginning, at the tip of the Great Recession, right? Yep. And you worked for one of the major banks, and you had there's something that you said to me that struck me about you walking in uh, to work every day, and what were they called? The the 99ers? What would they call? Uh, like uh, Occupy Wall Occupy Street. Occupy Wall Streeters, and, right. Yeah, so, yeah, walking um, off the train toward my, you know, um, dream job. Dream job, <laughs> high in the sky. And I would walk past people with picket signs and saying how they lost their homes and lost their retirement. And meanwhile, I was helping, you know, individuals who I thought, well, I'll put it this way. I thought that my skill set could have been better utilized helping people who looked more like me and helping those people on the streets. And so I had kind of an ethical dilemma at the time. Yeah, it's this thing that, you know, you're kind of torn between doing what you do and then is what I'm doing hurting the people that look like me. And it's a yeah. really hard thing to, to, to settle with. Yep. And so I am glad that you're with us. And one of the things that we've been doing at Greenwood is figuring out ways that now, of course, you know, we're not charity. <laughs> you know, we do have to earn a living. But we are looking for ways to make sure that we can help everybody that needs to help. Our biggest fear is that people that don't have enough money to really jump off and get started end up with another company that takes advantage of them. And we yeah. see that a lot. Yeah. So tell one of the things that, um, that you brought to the firm when you came was you are able to work with people specifically on budgeting and savings if they're not ready to do full-on financial planning. Can you tell us how that how that works? Yeah, so it's for individuals, and you said it's for people who, you know, you have to have the cash flow, right? So right. I, I can't create the money for you. But it can has, you not if they're spending money on crazy stuff? Well, so what I mean that they have to have a job. Okay. You have to have a job with income coming in. <laughs> oh, you can't just be... <laughs> I, I can't just pull it out of the Okay, sky. gotcha, gotcha. So that's first, right? Um, and then beyond that, it's just figuring out how to strategically use that money and put it in different buckets so that you are able to um, satisfy your financial obligations, but also have a fulfilling life while contributing towards your future. Correct. Right. So it's it's a balancing act. But it's I like saving people. saving for today and planning for to all of the tomorrows, exactly. you know, and, and live like tomorrow's going to be your last day, but save like you're going to live forever type exactly. of type of deal. Right. Yep. Yep. So typically when um when a person how long do you usually keep people in the saving? Because I know people have graduated um, yeah. from budgeting and savings to financial planning. Is yep. it based on the person or is it a strict um, you know, you, we do this for six months or we do this for a year. How does that work? So it is evolving. It started off as a year, okay. but I realized that people like, I'm really good at what I do. Right. <laughs> and I hold my clients accountable. So they have been graduating prior to that. So now I've made it either a three month or a six month okay. program. Okay. Yes. And yeah. if you want to reach Sade, if you're interested uh, and you're ready to get yourself started, but know that you're not quite at that point yet to do financial planning, or you just need a little bit of guidance. And that's yeah. what a lot of people need. And it doesn't matter what your age is. The fact of the matter is in school, they didn't teach us in school uh, properly how to budget and save and how to invest and do things like that. And then also, so a lot of people aren't making enough. Mm -hmm. So we try to help you focus on things like passion budgeting mm -hmm. uh, so that you 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 put your money towards the things that give you, you know, you are, of course, have to have a roof over your head, yeah. but put it towards things that are going to give you some some Great enlightenment. satisfaction, yeah. right? Yep. I, I call it aligning your money.
with your values. Beautiful, beautifully right. said. Aligning your money <laughs> with your values at Greenwood. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it's a commercial. It's a commercial, yeah. So what yeah. about, um, and I know you're also doing um, some fractional CFO work. Yeah. Uh, for some clients that are so also are not financial planning clients. What does that look like? So it is for small business owners that are looking to, um, that are not quite yet ready to expand or, or, or um, what's the word? Um, I'll just say grow for lack of a better word. Um, and they just need to know pricing, right? So I'm selling this product. Is it at the proper price point? Okay. Should I price my products for retail one way and wholesale another way? At what point should I invest in employees and, and, sh and should I start thinking about retirement plans and okay, well now I need a warehouse or something like that, right? right? So it's just making those strategic financial decisions um, that again won't impact you today negatively but still planning the I love it. I absolutely love it. <clears throat> At Greenwood, we're almost a one-stop <laughs> one oh, shopping, right? Right. We have a lot of, there's a lot of different avenues, a lot of different ways that we can go uh, with people. So you definitely want to, you know, check out our website, uh, www. Do people still say that? I don't think so. Okay. Because no. uh, <laughs> you don't have to type it. <laughs> Yeah, so, so uh, greenwoodwm.com or greenwoodwealthmanagement.com, and you can find Sharday's information on the website. Um, yeah, and you can also call us at the office, 404-633-9952. So what do we, we do you ever look at people's tax returns? Since I we're do. talking about taxes, do I you do. ever look at people's tax returns? Yep. And um, do you offer sec second looks? So th that's pretty much what it is, okay. right? So I ask clients to send me their, I like to see two years of tax returns okay. um, so that we can find mistakes. You know, that's uh, actually happened before. Yes, it has. It has. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you want to talk about that example? Yeah. Well, sure. So we have a, uh, had a client, we were speaking with their CPA and we were going through literally the tax return. We go through tax returns with a fine tooth comb. Mm -hmm. And what we're looking for are any um, omissions. Um, we're looking for anything that just doesn't, that will just going to, is going to raise a red flag for us because we're so in tune with our client's financial, overall financial picture. When we look at the tax return, we're able to see something that's missing and yep. uh, one of the cases we actually found uh, a property that was not included so there was an interest that was deducted yeah. and you know etc etc and it was a yes they didn't know the, the their tax professional was unaware but we knew that right? yeah so when we come back on financial renaissance with the m's we are going to talk more about tax returns but also some uh, retirement accounts if you're not utilizing that you should be utilizing when we come back in 180 seconds Financial Renaissance with the M's. I am Emma Folks, Certified Financial Planner, Managing Partner at Greenwood Wealth Management. And I am hosting this great show, Financial Renaissance with the M's. And I'm here with Shardaya Ages, CFP, Managing oh, Partner. <laughs> partner. Yeah, I'm getting a little, <laughs> getting a little not excited. Yet. Not yet, not yet. And listen, you are watching us live on Sensation Station Network, SSNATL.com. Is your mom watching? Yes. Great answer. <laughs> <laughs> she is listening to us on SSNATL.com on TuneIn. Uh, don't forget, you can also, um, if you want to text us, you can text us at 678-613-5857. All right. So before the break, we were talking a little bit about, you know, just the different things that you do with clients as they come on um, from a consultative standpoint. You know, we want to meet our clients exactly where they're at. 
Yep. Right. Exactly. So wherever you are in your financial world, that's where we're going to we're going to meet you. Mm-hmm. So uh, I commend you for that because that's been a big deal and a big help for me. Um, and then there's some other things that we're going to be doing this year around uh, webinars, mm-hmm. uh, education, things of that nature. So we're going to make sure that everybody gets need uh, from us at a price point that makes, you know, that fits your pocket. So sure. whether you donate or give, whatever, but we're going to put the education out there for you, yep. uh, for you to get. And then when you're ready, you come on in and see us. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So now let's talk about some uh, retirement plans that you should know about uh, that your CPA or tax professional may ask you to utilize around tax time. So let's talk about the traditional IRA first. Okay. All right. So the traditional IRA, you are limited. So how granular are we getting into this? You know, I get lost. Yeah, in the you sauce. will get lost in the sauce. So a traditional IRA is a, is where it, you can put money into it, mm-hmm. right? And you get a immediate tax deduction mm-hmm. if your income is below a certain amount. Okay. Correct. All right. Um, if you're contributing to a 401k, you can still open a traditional IRA. Yep. Correct. So you can, you know, max out your your 401k at work if you want to. And again, based on your income limitations or your income, you too can put money into a um, into a traditional or even a Roth IRA. Now, what is the difference between a Roth and a traditional? So the major difference is the way that the dollars being contributed are taxed. So is it going to be pre-tax or post-tax, right? So if it's a traditional IRA or traditional 401k, it's funded with pre-tax dollars. If it's a Roth uh, IRA or Roth 401k, it's funded with after-tax dollars. Okay, so the contribution limits, let's see if I can have, if I can find it. I can't write this. Oh, here we go. So if you are, so for the year of 2019, you can still put money into a traditional or a Roth IRA up until I believe it's April 15th, yep, tax, tax day. Tax day. So if you are single and your income, once your income hits about 64000 you cannot put money into a traditional or a Roth. Between 64 and 74, 74 is the max. If, you're, if your adjusted gross income is more than 74000 you cannot put money into a traditional Ooh. or a Roth IRA. But you can. Yeah, come on. So I, so I think the difference comes in with rather it's a deductible or not. Oh, actually, that's the deductible. You're yes. absolutely right. So 74 is for the deductible traditional IRA. Right. All right. So for the Roth, the phase out if you're single is if your adjusted gross income is uh, at 170, uh, 137000 And if you're married filing jointly, if your adjusted gross income is 203000 uh, if it's above that, then you cannot put money into a Roth IRA. But we there is something called a backdoor IRA. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So can you tell us what that is? Yeah. So the backdoor Roth, and it's really exciting. It's what wealthy people, it's what people. <laughs> it's exciting to us. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> come I'm on a, now. I'm a finance geek. Yeah, I'm come on. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, it's a way to be able to contribute after tax dollars to your traditional IRA. It's non-tax deductible because you are outside of the um, income limits. But so the trick is, if you if you do one lump sum into the contribution into that traditional IRA, the very next day you want to flip it over, convert it to a Roth. Correct. Right. Because you don't want to have any earnings in that account. Right. Then you'll have to pay taxes. Then you'll have on to the pay growth. taxes on it. Yeah. 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 
but that's a that's a way of getting money into an IRA um, or into a Roth it's for tax free growth, things like that. So that's again, it's a little complicated. Talk to your CPA about it. We're not recommending that you do this on your own. No. <laughs> Speak to your CPA about it or give us a call uh, at our office. All right, let's uh, dip into 401ks now. 401ks, you can't do anything about it in 2020 um, unless you are a business owner. But if you are an employee of a company, they should have, you know, you should have been making your contributions, your employer should have been making matches and or they'll be putting in the profit sharing, things like that, you know, at this time of the year. But if you're a solo business owner and had a 401k open last year, you can still fund it for the you as the employee, mm -hmm. right? And so the maximum that you can put in for as you the employee is? Uh, 50... 19, as the employee, 19.5. And then as the employer, you can put in um, up to 25% of yeah. whatever your income is. However, there we can go get a little jiggy with that, right? Mm -hmm. So for a lot of business owners, sometimes they're their employees don't put as much into the 401k and then the business owner isn't able to max out the 401k and this is really bad because a lot of times business owners don't put enough money into their 401ks uh, when they're younger they wait till they're older and fortunately um, 401ks have a catch-up provision right mm -hmm. and I believe that amount is about seven thousand dollars a year I'll double check that in two mm -hmm. seconds catch-up it was definitely six thousand yeah. it was six thousand for 2019 yep. So as a as a business owner, you want to put as much money as you can into it. And if your employees aren't doing enough, you can um, create what's called a safe harbor plan where you have to give everybody 3% across the board or whatever that percentage is across the board. And then you can do profit sharing. So we can really get a lot of free tax money into 401ks if that's what makes the most sense for you. Absolutely. Right? Um, also within the 401ks, if you are, whether you're, you know, solo business owner or you're an employee, they also have a Roth side mm -hmm. of the 401k. Can you tell people how that works? Yeah, it's essentially the same. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, still goes to, <laughs> it still goes directly from your um, um, check, mm -hmm. paycheck, right? into that 401k but again it's after tax dollars right so instead of it being pre-tax um, it does have it does have a tax consequence associated with it yeah so if you have if your company has access to both the traditional 401k and then it has a Roth provision you can put all of your contribution on the Roth side but your employer will match you on the traditional side because yep. they have to get the the tax deduction so if you put money into a Roth IRA, um, there may be a Roth 401k available for you. And like we said, you can get up to $19,500 in there. And if you're over the age of 50, you can put another 6000 or 6500 in there as well as, a, as the catch up. So there's a lot of money that we can put into retirement plans. Yep. And then on top of that, again, if you are a small business owner, um, they have something that you can do on top of a 401k with profit sharing. It's called a cash balance plan. And so let's say you are um, uh, 38, let's say you're 40 years old. Okay. Max that you can do for your 401k only is going to be 19,000 for, excuse me, $500. But then with your, you know, all the stuff that you can put in, uh, you can do about 57,000. When we come back, um, I'm going to tell you how you can get 155,000 into a account that is fully tax deductible. When we come back on financial renaissance with the M's. 
All right, as we were saying before the break, uh, well, first of all, I want to thank a couple of groups. I want to thank Tank. I've been around a lot of Jamaicans recently, so I want to thank thank the Urban Entrepreneur and the Women's Veterans Alliance. Uh, Thank you for uh, watching our show. Appreciate it. Um, Before the break, we were talking about 401ks, and if you are a solo business owner, how you can get more money into your 401k. And again, this is if you need the tax deduction. So just because you can put money in, into an account uh, that is tax deductible doesn't necessarily mean that that's the best thing for you to do because again the money that we're talking about that's all going in tax deferred um, once you retire you're gonna pay ordinary income taxes on that money so one of the things that we do is we're we're trying to take a look at all of the retirement accounts that you have and how do we help you decrease your 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 tax liability your overall tax liability not only now but also in the future once you're fully retired so as we're looking at these cash balance plans and again this is a 401k with a profit sharing and a safe harbor so again I said if you are 40 years old we are looking at you being able to put in a total of 57,000 for your 401k with a safe harbor as the business owner and then you can put an additional 98,000 in giving you 150 uh, 55,000 so that 98,000 will be part of the cash balance plan now if you are say my age age 50 okay you can put in a total of about uh, I think that's about 27,000 for your 401k 63,500 with the profit sharing and safe harbor and then an additional $162,000 in the cash balance plan, giving you about 225,000 that you can put away tax deductible and again that's a pretty big bucket but whether or not you need to do things like that is what we have to you know really yeah. dig into okay. so with the IRAs um, if you are over the age of 50 they also have a catch-up provision so if you're over the age of 50 you can put either 5,000 or, or excuse me uh, you can put 7,000 mm-hmm. <laughs> you do 6,000 plus an extra thousand for the catch-up so 7,000 can go into your Roth IRA 7,000 can go into your traditional IRA and if you're doing backdoor you just throw mm-hmm. 7,000 in you talk to your CPA and then you flip it when when the time is right yep. do people still use SEP IRAs I think they do I think business okay. owners do <laughs> I think it's easy to I, I think it's easy to use yeah. I think people don't like SEPs because the uh, employees don't have to make any contributions or can't make contributions exactly. to it and it's all on the it business is- owner Owner, yeah. but and it's vested it, immediately and all that. Yeah. yeah, so one of the cool things is you can put, I believe it's about 13,000, and maybe um, it's actually maybe more than that. I'm yeah. sorry. So, with the SEP, it is <laughs> for 2020, it is uh, 57,000, right? Total for the year. Total for the year. Okay. Um, or up to 25% of your earned income, right? Correct. And then that caps out at like 180 or 200 and something dollars or something along those lines. Oh, maximum included compensation. So once you, uh, you can do 25% of your income up to $280,000, right? So that's, a, again, a pretty big bucket uh, yep. to, to put money away into. But the question is, do you want in retirement to be in the same tax bracket, a lower tax bracket, or a higher tax bracket. Yep. And this is why you have to work with, depending on your, your financial situation, you're going to want to work with a professional such as myself or Shardaya, exactly. right? And figure out what is going to be the make the most sense for your specific situation. Because what you're doing and what your best friend is doing may be completely different. Exactly. And we see that happen all the time. Well, I want to do this because my friend did it. How exactly. do you handle How do you handle those conversations? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Is your life identical to your friends? No, right? We so went to the same school. We yeah, graduated the same nah, time. We had our babies same year. No, <laughs> no. no. 
no. Everything has to be customized for you. I do want to say really quickly, um, with the tax strategies, it's just about diversification, right? right? Because we don't know what the tax rates are going to be in the future. We, we want to diversify it just like we do investments. Exactly. Thank you for that, Shardaya. When we come yeah. back on Financial Renaissance with the M's, we will have maybe a few movers and losers, and we'll tell you a little bit about the stock market. And we are back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. You're listening to us on SSNATL.com. And you can also tune in and watch us on Facebook.com backslash not dumb down. You can also text us. And if you want, if Jeffrey Wright is listening to us, you go on and call us at 678-613-5857. I know you have a black history tip for <laughs> the month. A hilarious one. A hilarious one. one. All right. So let's talk about some by the numbers. All right. 21 United States states have increased their state mandated minimum wage as of uh, the first of this year. The highest minimum wage in the nation. Where do you think that's at? I'll tell you my old home state, California. Yes, you guys know Cali. That's right. At $13 an hour, which means that you can afford a cardboard box. (laughs) California is expensive. All right. Now, this is something that, again, as we've we're talking about wages, when we're talking about what people can afford and can't afford anymore, there is a huge reason for it. And uh, here's one of them. So in um, in the year 1964, almost 30 percent of Americans belong to a union. In the year 2019, that number dropped to about 10%. And again, I'm not one of those that believes in unions wholeheartedly because I think a lot of people became lazy because of unions and did just enough, knew they weren't going to get fired. So when we look at what happened in Detroit, when we look at what happened with GM in particular, um, I look at that car company and I remember just what happened because of the unions. But the flip side of that is the one good thing about unions is they used to fight for wage increases. They used to fight for uh, good medical and health care. So we're going to have to come to some type of agreement or some type of something. And even Jamie Dimon said capitalism is about to die if we don't fix it. When we come back on Financial Renaissance with the M's, we're going to give you our Black History Month uh, spotlights. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. (laughs) And... We are back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. Yes, and we are here with Shardaya Agents. Hey, hey. <laughs> We're having a little bit too much fun for our financial show on a Sunday morning, but it's how we do. And this is actually how we work this in the office. This is how we are. We, It's weird. We, we work in an office with glass walls. Yes. <laughs> okay. And so that means that sometimes people can hear the shenanigans and the questions that we ask Siri in our Very office. Yes. We have about, sometimes we have three generations of women in our office. Every once in a while, we have four generations of women in our office. Shout out to Kayla Henry, my little cousin. And um, and it's just very interesting uh, from a financial perspective what different people's point of view uh, have been in our office. And I, I, I totally enjoy it. And I know everybody around us enjoys it as well because they come and tell us. <laughs> so, Sade, who is the person that you want to highlight today? So I am highlighting Maggie L. Walker. Maggie Walker. Yeah, so she was born July 15th, 1864, and she passed December 15th, 1934. So she was dope. She was a educator. She ran the African-American Fraternal and Cooperative Insurance Society called the Independent Order of St. Luke. In 1902, she started and published a newspaper, the St. Luke Herald. 
but she is also the country's first African-American woman to charter a bank also in 1902. Oh, wow. In 1902? And that was the St. Luke Penny Savings Bank. And this is in Richmond, Virginia. Um, and she just recently, I think in 2017, got a monument. And her home is a museum and nice. you know, all that stuff. So it's yeah. So in, 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 in America, in the early 1900s, so after slavery, slaves were given a lot of rights. They were given a lot of things that they were slaves. <laughs> Freed slaves, uh, new American people were able to, uh, new American citizens were able to run for Congress and Senate and do, and they had businesses and a whole bunch of stuff happened before the Jim Crow era. So my person is um, Annie Turnbow Malone, and she okay. was actually the instructor of Madam C.J. Walker, who we hear more about. Mm -hmm. But um, Annie Malone was born in 1869 in Metropolis, Illinois. I don't know if that's a city or if they mean Chicago. Uh, she was born to former enslaved parents, but uh, like a lot of people, she was orphaned at a young age. Now, Malone, she understood about African-American hair. And in this country for women, your appearance and grooming represented more than your personal style. It also indicated your class, you know, whether you were high society or you were, you know, not high society. I don't know what the word proper word for that is. But she realized that improving hair health could have a positive impact on the lives of African-Americans. So she began developing products um, because she wanted women to adapt um, based on how our beauty was judged. And we were not judged based on our own beauty, we were judged on European beauty standards. So she wanted to help out with that. So her being a businesswoman, right, in a mm -hmm. sexist society, but also a segregated society, she began experimenting with chemistry. Um, she started a business line of products to promote um, hair growth and, you know, just kind of doing stuff with our hair. Mm -hmm. And then she moved to Missouri in 1902 mm -hmm. and founded the Poro College Company. Now, okay. uh, Poro is an important word. I didn't realize it, but it is an important word for us because Poro is a society. It's a secret organization in West Africa that exemplified physicality and spirituality. And that's what she called her college. So she formed Poro College as a cosmetic school. And, you know, uh, cheers to her because because of her, uh, I think it's a multi-billion dollar Absolutely. business in the world having to deal with black women's hair. Yes, and we don't <laughs> spend the money. We spend the money. Yeah, we spend <laughs> the money and the time. Spend the money and all right, so let's look at um, some other issues going on in our country. In the stock market last week, uh, we got smacked around. The uh, Dow was down. Um, the S&P 500 was down. NASDAQ was down. Um, let's see, the two-year Treasury was up, but the 10-year Treasury, oh, no, that's the spread was up. The 10-year Treasury was down. The two-year Treasury was down. Everything was down down because of the coronavirus. So when we come back on Financial Renaissance with the M's, we'll tell you a little bit about some jobs that you should be thinking about for the future. Yep. All right, we are back with Financial Renaissance with the M's and we are here to fill your mind with some information that you're gonna need to know about jobs of the future. Now, why is this subject so important? Because the robots are the coming. The robots are coming. The robots are here. What was that? <laughs> iRobot. <laughs> right. Or any other movie. Terminator. AI. You know, we've been afraid of so many things for so yeah. long. But you have to get past that. Um, and this is also important if you have kids that are about to go to college. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people try to tell young people to, you know, choose your major. Choose your major. But at least give them some careers to be thinking yes. about. There are certain careers that do not exist today 
that will exist five to ten years from now. We're going to talk about that. So according to a, um, a, a report, now, anytime we give you information on this show, we're not giving you our opinion. This is not Fox News, okay? So we're not just going to tell you what we think. We're going to tell you what it is because we've looked for the uh, reports, we've looked for the data, and they come from credible sources. So this is a report that came from the Brookings Institute, and it's titled Automation, Artificial Intelligence, How Machines Affect People and Places. So 25% of American jobs right now are at high risk of automation. So the people that are on the front lines and who are going to be the first casualties of automation are going to be people in the food preparation industry, office administration industry, and transportation jobs. So you know, again, if you know anybody or if you yourself are in those careers or in the in that um, segment sector, you need to start thinking about how do I uh, change jobs? How do I switch gears? Because it's coming whether you want it to or not. I went to McDonald's after the show one day, walked in and they've got a, a touchpad thing and only I think one or two cash registers and you mm. punch your order in and then you go pick it like it's totally yeah. different. Um, so the upside of, of, of the automation though is that while technology is taking away a lot of jobs, it's also gonna create a lot of jobs. So think again, the app developer and a social media director are two careers um, that did not exist 10 years ago, mm -hmm. okay? So things are gonna continue to change. So what you have to do is stay, competi stay competitive. Uh, focus your energy on high touch, strategic aspects of your job. Robots can do a lot, but they can't yet brainstorm. They can't motivate or inspire people for now, <laughs> for now. So what are some of these jobs of the future that uh, we're looking at? Yeah, so chief productivity officer. So it's chief productivity officer. That's driving efficiencies will be vital at individual departmental organizational levels and officer level positions. It will be important at companies of all sizes, experts are saying. People in officer level positions must be comfortable working with data and offering recommendations on how to improve productivity. So is this kind of, so if a person wants this particular job or is looking at, all right, how do I switch gears or, or morph into this, um, that would be a person who is a project manager with data analytics and leadership skills. And those are the people that are going to be best prepared for this. Yep. Um, also, excess capacity broker. As part of that push for productivity, organizations may look for ways to monetize more idle assets, such as renting out space or machinery they own. So if a company has stuff just kind of idly sitting around, they're gonna figure out how to make money from it? Yeah. Okay, so the um, a person who wants this particular job, um, and that's really just kind of taking stuff that's laying around and making a profit off of it. Mm right? Like subleasing out space. So if you want to become an excess or thinking about, hey, how do I become an excess capacity broker? Uh, you, you're going to have to have experience in logistics or supply chain management. Mm -hmm. All right. So also um, another um, job that doesn't exist now that will in the future is going to be a drone manager. So over the next uh, 10 to, to 20 years, drones flying over our head is going to be a normal everyday occurrence, yep. right? Like us dealing with the scooters in the streets. <laughs> right exactly as annoying as they are so experts are going to need to set um, and enforce standards for acquiring and maintaining an organization's drone fleet so um, if you are looking at uh, becoming a drone manager what type of job should they have a fleet manager today oh okay fleet mm -hmm. manager all right mm -hmm. so another job that of the future is going to be a private industry air traffic control mm -hmm. so 
to manage the fleet of drones, right? Uh, companies are going to need to manage their own air traffic system. So this, again, is a, a job that doesn't exist today that will exist tomorrow. What type of job if someone wants to, and this is not just a company, this can be across um, international boundaries, this can be interstate, uh, this can be uh, in cooperations with other governments, municipalities, other organizations, being able to get products to and fro may not be the normal way that we're used to shipping stuff. It may all be up yeah. in the air. So what type of job should someone have if they want to get in the private industry air traffic control? <laughs> uh, so they can be an, a traditional air traffic controller today, a okay. dispatcher or a GIS specialist. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, next we have a medical mentor. With, with the trend toward value-based care, there's a lot of room for helpers, advocates, and mentors in healthcare. Okay. So I guess we don't yeah. have, like, I guess back a, a couple of years ago, we didn't have things like physician's assistants mm -hmm. and nurse practitioners. And so now there's going to be multiple roles that are going to continue to emerge in that space, right? Yep. So what does a medical monitor do? Uh, check in after appointments to ensure that patients follow through on recommendations from doctors about exercise, nutrition, or medications, and they help people navigate barriers that they may be keep that may be keeping them from. Being I think successful. that's going to be a vital, vital. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Just just making sure that somebody's checking in to make yeah. sure you're doing what you, what you need to do, right? Yeah. So who, who, what type of person? Um, uh, can become a medical mon mentor. Excuse me. So a health mentor. coach or a patient advocate. All right. When we come back on Financial Renaissance with the M's, we're going to have more jobs of the future mm -hmm. and what job you should be looking at today to get that job in the future. And we are back with Financial Renaissance with the M's. Hey. You're listening to us live on Sensation Station Network. Uh, you're also watching us on Facebook.com. Um, Facebook.com backslash not dumb down or Shardaya's Ages personal Facebook page or Emma Folks' personal uh, Facebook page. But before we were talking about jobs of the future and we went down a list of um, several jobs from... Let's see, Chief Productivity Officer, Excess Capacity Broker, uh, Drone Manager, Private Industry Air Traffic Control, Medical Mentor, and then we're going to start out with Self-Driving Car Mechanic. Again, um, the fact that self-driving cars lots of jobs. Uh, they're going to eliminate the job drivers, Uber and Lyft drivers, um, a lot of uh, people that, uh, what do you call it, deliver stuff, and then also couriers. So, um, but these self-driving cars are not going to be self-fixing just yet. So self-driving cars are still going to need um, mechanics. So, you know, mechanics are still going to be in the business. So if you are thinking about, or if you're a mechanic and you don't want to, um, uh, end up uh, not having a job, um, what types of, you know, you want to consider the self-driving uh, deal. So what type of jobs should people have today if they want to be a self-driving uh, car mechanic? So definitely you can be a mechanic today, but you should be good or at least interested in learning about software. So computer, right? have some type of computer have some type skills? Of computer skills. Okay. Um, or a software developer can work on mm. those cars too. Okay, that's something good to think about. All right, what's next? So autonomous transportation specialists. Uh, so if your future includes one that is around self-driving cars, drones, and boards that actually hover, cities and towns are going to need humans to monitor all these 
Oh, this neo-transit. Yeah, that's a new word, neo-transit. People will need to navigate these autonomous vehicles into current systems and then monitor results. Mm -hmm. And so if you you want to become an autonomous transportation specialist. You got to slow down to say that. Autonomous (laughs) transportation specialist. You will need experience Mm -hmm. as a city planner or a traffic specialist. Yep. And then we have personal medical interpreter. Uh, so with the advances made in genetic medicine, providers will increasingly be able to offer customized medicines and treatments to patients. So generic counseling. Genetic. Genetic, sorry. It looks like generic. That's a totally sorry, different word. Bad handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> genetic counseling may evolve genetic coaching. Okay, so there's a futurist. Her name is Madeline Ash. Futurist is another career that we need to look into that we didn't, I'd never heard of that before. Um, And she envisions kind of super specialized um, interpreting for new gene editing tool. There's a new gene editing tool called CRISPR. So if two people end up with cancer, the treatments are going to get so granular as to what's going to work for one person over the other person. So um, if you are looking at or you're thinking about becoming a personal medical interpreter after listening to us today, Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to need experience as a genetic counselor. Yep. All right. What's we have next? Oh, next me. Human technology integration specialist. Do I need to slow that down again? That's a long one. All right. So this is going to teach people how to leverage and use a vast array of technologies to improve the quality of your life. So basically, this is an IT specialist to the 10th power. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this person is going to take a holistic approach, examine the different types of, you know, stuff that you use for work, stuff that you use at home, uh, different consumer technologies, and they're going to streamline the devices and the platforms so that you get the most out of it. So if you're looking at this type of job, um, you have to have experience as an IT representative, but you also may want to think about being a life coach because they're going to morph together. One that I like, and I think we're all going to like this one, is a wholeness mentor. Okay. Okay. Right. Mindfulness. So with a greater emphasis on mindfulness and time poverty, um, there is another futurist, an in-house futurist um, at Ford Motor Company. So when you see these big corporations bringing in, you know, these titles that we haven't heard of before, pay attention. So basically what's going to happen is because we're in such a chaotic world, uh, the wholeness mentor is going to be a very, very well needed. So what they're going to do is help people develop lifelong strategies to match their personal purposes uh, with a hobby that provides them fulfillment of physical needs, social network, and spiritual happiness. They're trying to make sure that we as humans are well balanced and getting everything that we need. So if you are looking at becoming a wholeness mentor, you should have experience as a life coach or as a health coach. All right. So the last one is one that I really love because, you know, I my views on how we deal with death are mm-hmm. different. And, you know, so this one is called a end of life coach. Okay. Okay. So with a lot of baby boomers um, approaching, they're going to be approaching the end of their lives, their final fourth quarter, their Mm -hmm. final down (laughs) in the next 10 to to 20 years. So there's going to be greater emphasis on how people want to spend their last days. So what was happening before is people wanted to add more time to their lives, Mm -hmm. right? their power to try to add more, more time. But what we're going to do instead is try to figure out how to make more significant days to the or more significant um things happening in the days that That you have have. left so focus on what you have left do cool stuff with your family Mm -hmm. you know go on a trip you know uh go stay up 
mountains. But the, the best part of it is you get to choose how you want to die. You know, maybe you want to die with in your house, with your family around you, holding your hand, singing your favorite song, watching your favorite movie, listening to your favorite comedian, whatever it is, but it's your choice. So uh, these coaches are going to help people explore their personal values, medical options, so that they can create the kind of end of life they want. You know, back in the days, it was that Dr. Kevorkian guy mm -hmm. who was helping people and, you know, he got in a whole bunch yeah, of trouble. Exactly. So it's a little bit like that, but it's it's legal now. <laughs> it's like, so if you want to look at becoming an end of life coach you're going to need experience as a hospice employee okay which means you have to have some bedside manner because mm -hmm. you're dealing with a very sensitive topic mm -hmm. um, and or you need to have experience as a home health nurse so mm -hmm. these are some of the careers that are not here today but will be within the next five ten you know years or so so as you're thinking about the future and what you need to how you need to morph how you need to move you know pay attention to stuff like that and also always 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 pay attention to the periodical journals like mm -hmm. if you're a financial planner we have the fpa there's mm -hmm. all type wealth management magazine financial advisor magazine whatever your industry is there is a magazine yep. okay uh, there is a newsletter there is a blog you want to pay attention to it because the 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 things that are going to be happening in your industry you will find on that blog yep all right so what else we want to talk about today no <laughs> What else Let's is going see. on? What do we have? I have some, um, oh, here's an Are You Honest quiz. Here's this. One, every 222 individual tax returns may get an audit. Okay. That's not too, that's not, that's not bad. That's not too scary. Mm -mm. That's about 0.45%. That's not, that's not bad. Um, let's people, see. People feel comfortable with those odds still making choices that they've been making. <laughs> <laughs> That's not scaring anybody. That's not scaring nobody. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I was trying to scare people. All right. So let's see. Uh, advantage sellers. The number of existing single homes for sale has been tracked nationally since 1982. Mm -hmm. So it's about four decades. So uh, the total peaked in July 2007 at 3.4 million, but has now fallen to an all-time low of 1.2 million homes for sales. Okay. okay. So uh, we need more inventory. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Fed futures market forecasting an 87% chance of no change in rates by the Federal Reserve this week at this week's meeting. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. I don't, I don't know how I feel. Uh, let's see. I don't care about U.S. oil right now. The trade war. Um, we're still in phase one. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, the tariffs uh, imposed by China on the U.S. exports is 21%. Um, and what we're spending or what we're paying on tariffs for their stuff is about 19%. So if you're trying to do stuff with China, it's going to cost you more. Yep. When we come back on financial renaissance, we're going to have, I don't know, a surprise. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Talk it out. And we are back with financial renaissance with the M's. Sean is like doing so good on the music. <laughs> like, Usually I'm so I'm like, like yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, if you are in the state of Nebraska, and if you more importantly, a teacher, if you are part of the Omaha school employees retirement system, your pension plan has a $771 million shortfall. Yeah. It, <laughs> they nice sound effects, girl. 
<laughs> so this is a, so what they're looking at doing in order to shore it up is they're going to lower the annual cost of living adjustment riders. So again, if you are part of that teacher's retirement system, you want to find a certified financial planner to talk to because if they give you the opportunity to take your pension, you want to know what all your options are and what it's going to look like because there are times when people come to us because of things happening with their company and really what a all a pension is 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 an annu annuity. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's different types of annuities. Some are good, some are bad. And, and I always use the, the analogy of the car you go. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, yes, there are some horrible annuities out there and there's also some horrible cars out there. But there's also some really good annuities and some really good cars. So right. just because you got stuck with a Yugo back in the days or 90s doesn't mean that all cars are bad. And it's right. the same thing with pension. So every once in a while. We have someone call us, they're frantic because their corporation said, hey, you have a chance to take your pension lump sum, et cetera, et cetera. And what we'll do is figure out if we can find a type of annuity, whether it's fixed with guarantees or a variable annuity with guarantees, and see if we can recreate your pension mm -hmm. to, um, to mimic or if not beat exactly what you were supposed to be getting in your pension payment. And in some cases, we're able to do it on both people's lives. So yep. if you have a spouse, we're able to do it joint on both your lives. So if you have a pension and the company that you're with, things are looking a little wonky, you know, they stop using the, the little, you know, liquid creamers and they're at the paper, the, the what do you call that? The powdered creamer packs. <laughs> and they, they, they're not using the regular paper cups anymore. Right. They're doing styrofoam and they're using, you know, recycled uh, paper woke. towels. Right. <laughs> you know, that, that means that things may not be going so yeah. well. So you always want to know what the options are for the pension that you have uh, and see what you can do. Because if they freeze the pension and it doesn't grow anymore, or like in this case where it's, you know, grossly $771 million underfunded, and it's only going to get worse yep. because um, a lot of experts feel that a lot of the companies that are in the stock market right now are at their peak. We, we don't have enough new companies coming into the stock market, and a lot of pensions won't invest in things that are um, that they're going to think risk. are a little high risk mm -hmm. um, so it's gonna it's gonna put a little bit of a damper on that so that definitely again if you have a pension and you know you're feeling a little weird about it or they're they're offering you an opportunity to take it you know give us a call yep. or you can go to let's make a org and find a certified financial planner so they can tell you all the you know look at it very holistically right. all the way around to tell you what's going to make the most sense for uh, for you what do you want to say Nothing. I have nothing. You always have something to say. <laughs> you always have something to I'm say. I'm in the spotlight. Are you doing any, um, oh, I know what I want to talk about. I want to say thank you to President Jimmy Carter. Yeah, I have to say thank you to President Jimmy Carter. Um, I received a letter, uh, and it's, it's really funny. I, it, you know, I'm always joking around. I always joke around in our office. I'm never serious unless we're actually working on a case. But I try to keep things light. And we received a package in the mail. And, um, you know, a FedEx. And, you know, Donna says, hey, this is a FedEx from the Carter Center. And I said, ah, ha, ha, they want to ask me to be on their board of counselors. Joking. Mm -hmm. And legit, it was a letter from President Jimmy Carter asking me uh, to join their board of counselors. So I'll be inducted on February 14th, and I am super, oh, super, super de duper excited about that. And you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> also, oh, go ahead. Well, I don't know. Well, how do you feel about that? I know. I think it's amazing. Oh, okay. I'm very proud of you. Well, thank you. That yeah, means a lot. It should, because I don't hand those out. You don't. 
<laughs> you don't. Um, I'm, so I guess I'll give like a snippet of the conference that's coming Yeah, please, up. please. Um, I don't want to give too many details, but we are putting together a conference called Redefine Yourself 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's basically about just taking control of um, your life, right? So taking control of your mental health, your financial health, um, your physical health, and then again holistically your whole life i need i need to know what camera i need to <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> um so yeah so more to come with that that's in june but it's going to be amazing it's going to be an amazing day uh, yeah we've already secured a beautiful venue do we so have ticket prices yet um not yet because okay. it depends on how much everything will cost us on the front end okay right? okay no, um, but, but it'll be affordable it'll more importantly, it'll be valuable, right? Okay. You'll walk away with tangible action steps to know, all right, in this particular order of my life, here's what I need to do to get to where I want to be. Um, and that's the goal, right? Okay, that is going to be, uh, it's going to be wonderful. So we'll be there. Jeffrey will be there. The whole Greenwood team will be there. There'll be some other companies sponsoring. Yep. So you'll hear more about that on the show yep. um, more as to come. more to come. Uh, I also want to say uh, thank you to the mayor of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had her, is it a biannual? Trina, what do you biannual, biannual uh, LGBT state of LGBT affair LGBTQ affairs and they just kind of gave the stats on a lot of you know it, it's one thing to talk the talk mm-hmm. it's another thing to put money where the mm-hmm. mouth is and she definitely and is. she definitely so there was an event at Creative Approach uh, last people were there um you know park cannon who's one of our state representatives um kipper jones was there um kia Conley, she was a guest host on the show she was there pamela stewart from coca-cola was there so there were a lot of great people that were were in the in the room and it was just a lot of networking a lot of talking and it was good to see um the dime being moved forward you mm-hmm. know having a mayor that actually cares about all of the communities in our city when we come back with a financial renaissance with the m's we're going to have my weekly mantra and we're back with financial renaissance with the m's Emma folks and Shardaya Ages and Petrina Bloodworth in the studio not being very nice right now, <laughs> distracting me and making jokes about my age and the fact that I have a bad back. You know, I'm sensitive about that. Listen, I want to say thank you again to Urban Entrepreneurs and my fellow uh, women veterans, hoorah, uh, who are watching. And for all the veterans that are watching, um, I want you to do a search for merging vets and players. If you know any combat veterans or any uh, athletes that are suffering from mental issues or especially the NFL players that are suffering from CTEs, they need to check out an organization called Merging Vets and Players. Right now we're in four cities, Atlanta, Los Angeles, uh, Chicago mm-hmm. and also Las Vegas and it's it's I be, trust me it will change your life so even if you have to drive four hours to, to make it I, I implore you to go ahead and do it you will find your tribe if you are lost because you are out of the military and and don't have a tribe to to connect with I also want to thank <laughs> say thank you to uh, Haponica Fa I hope that's how we pronounce your name we had a debate about it in the studio we tried right 
we did the best. Right, yeah. So so thank you for letting us know that the information that we provided was actually good information. Yeah, um, Shardaya, I have to say thank you to you, uh, mm -hmm. one, for, for, for believing in our company, you know, as we're still building everything for you, you know, you and your husband, because I didn't mm -hmm. just interview you. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's just how it is with us. If, mm -hmm. if you want to come work with us, we also have to meet your significant other or spouse, because it's not just about you. It's also about what goes on at home as yeah. well. And we have to make sure that everybody's in it for the long haul and we're all thinking right. And then the other cool thing about our firm is that we have our marriages. <laughs> Everybody at our firm that's married or partnered or what have you has been together for over 10 years. Okay, so we believe in staying together. We don't do that divorce thing. We don't do that breaking up thing. All of us have, you know, long, lengthy relationships, happy homes. So we bring that happiness into into work because we're with each other all the time. Yep. And we go back home and bring that crazy. <laughs> we bring that craziness back home. And, you know, we do it all over again yep. the next day. Rinse, wash, repeat. Yep. That's yep. how we do it. So coming up after uh, the show today, we have Smooth Sensational Sunday. And then at 6 tonight, uh, there'll be the live exchange with Dr. Uh, Pamela. Tomorrow, Wednesday, and also Friday, you can listen to Cheryl Underwood right here on Sensation Station mm -hmm. Network at noon. But here are my thoughts for the week. All right. So the happiness of others is going to be is my own happiness. And the mantra is Ram Amanda. And it means my happiness extends to all. True happiness comes from the joys of deeds well done and the zest of creating new things. So when you if you want to be happy, just take that extra step and put a smile on other people's faces yep. throughout the course of the day. Even if you're feeling crappy, if you make other people smile, give other people hugs, it's just going to come right back Absolutely. on you. So do everything that you can to put smiles on people's faces today except for those that you bet on the that positive energy <laughs> except yeah. for those that bet on the losing team <laughs> hey we will see you right here next week next sunday at 10 a.m right. <laughs> <laughs>